more to marketing. Welcome to More to Marketing, a podcast on marketing, product, and everything in between. I'm your host, Susan, and today we're going to be talking about a special topic, memory. Everyone needs to have a great memory, no matter if it's in your private life or for business. So I thought memory would be a really interesting topic to delve into with my very special guest today, Vin Kat. Vinca has been working in the corporate landscape with some of the most amazing brands you can think of in Australia. However, he decided to explore his passion while helping others. As part of this, he's become a practitioner of memory mastery, and Vinca has been helping people relieve their anxiety along this journey. Welcome, Vinca. Thanks, Susan. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Now, I'm so excited to have you here, particularly this topic, because I definitely need help in memory. But tell us a bit more about yourself and your experience. Yeah, okay. I've had a very diverse career. So um, when I started my career, it was as a fashion designer. Mm. And that was back home in India. And uh, I did a little bit of globe trotting, sourcing uh, fashion products for various organizations uh, across India, China, Sri Lanka, and the Southeast Asia, and uh, importing it back into Australia, New Zealand. And um, But it... The, during the 2000s, the supply chain shrank and I was getting redundant every two years because uh, the organizations didn't need me anymore after I had set up the supply chain. Mm -hmm. So um, I decided it's time to change my career. So I did my MBA and um, moved across to strategy and consulting. And um, I have been doing that um, strategy consulting transformation for a big uh, telco for the last nine years. And um, along the way, I realized that my um, gray cells were fading out after a few years of marriage. And uh, I decided, okay, uh, I need to find somebody to uh, help me with my memory. And uh, so I found a guy who was uh, a gentleman who was a Guinness Book record holder for memory. And uh, he um, was quite gracious enough to teach me his techniques and strategies. And um, he said, if you want to keep it alive, you should teach others and that's how I jumped into uh, training other people with for developing a good memory. I love this. I love that it was something you struggled with and recognized and that you found the best of the best mentors and now I want to share it with others. I think that's absolutely beautiful. Thank you. So what is so important about memory? Ah, so memory is actually the essence of human life. Now, if I were to give you a real experience I've had of so that explains this thing better. A few years ago, when I was starting off on this memory journey, I wanted to understand why is memory so important myself? So I went to this organization, which had a lot of old people, and some of them were suffering from dementia, Lyme's disease, Alzheimer's, etc. And in interacting with one of the ladies who was diagnosed with Lyme's disease, she forgot her key somewhere and she forgot her own mobile number. Okay. She wanted to give it to me so that I could help her with developing some techniques to keep her memory alive. But she forgot her phone number and she forgot her keys. And at that moment, I could see the panic in her eyes, the mm -hmm. flutter of uh, what she was going through because just not remembering your identity was, yeah. is, was so painful for her. And she was in almost on the verge of a panic attack. 
So memory is absolutely essential for the most basic of human needs, which is our own identity. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, everything we do, think, feel is based on our experiences and our memories. It is essential for learning and education. It is essential for social interaction, problem solving and decision making. It is essential for skill retention. Um, talk about even navigating the environment, creativity, innovation, health and well-being, a cultural transmission. The, the list can go on. So memory is absolutely essential for everything. Yeah. And, and one of those things that you hear along the ways is your uh, brain is like a muscle. You need to exercise it. So that that sounds like that is a very true statement then when we when you went into all those examples of where you actually need to have good memory recall. Oh, absolutely. That's right. Now, I know that you've been working in this area for a while and learned some amazing techniques. Are you able to share what the six techniques are that you love to focus on when you're assisting with memory strategy? Oh, sure. So one of the most fundamentals that we all learn from an early age is repetition right now what i focus on is of course repetition is one part of it but visualization is a technique which underpins a lot of the other techniques Uh, there are basic things which we pick up around mnemonics i focus on that there is a new technique i've developed called the fills method which stands for funny image linking and story and uh, that's what we'll work on today, by the way. And, uh, yep. uh, <laughs> yes, everyone, you've heard right. There will be a demonstration in this podcast. <laughs> and uh, I teach the palace method, which is a very common uh, technique for memory. Most of the memory masters use it. Number phonetics is something, again, which is very unique. And uh, names and faces, of course. How do you remember names and faces? Well, like, uh, different techniques to remember names and faces. There are six different strategies, so... Yes, I think I need that last one the most because I am terrible and I never mean to. I'm terrible at remembering names with faces. It's not that I don't want to remember. It just goes out of my mind. I remember other things like they've got two kids, they love dogs, they went on a holiday to, I don't know, L.A. recently. I remember all that, but I'll forget their name. So That's right. I'm definitely wanting mm. to um, get that tip off you as well on how to strategy strategize and, that. And the, the, the trick is that our... Uh, if you think about how memory is formed, right? So 80% of, uh, so we get information from our environment that fires into our brain. And it comes from a visual organ, which is our eyes, our auditory, which is our ears, our kinesthetics, like touch, um, olfactory, which is our smell, and gustatory, which is a taste. So these uh, five organs, sorry, and uh, uh, basically feed information into our brain. And what happens is that 80% of the information that we feed in is visual. So um, that's why you can remember faces, but the name is actually a written word, right? And so it's not something mm-hmm. that you will see every time. So if I tell you onion, you would be seeing an onion in your mind. You would not be seeing the word onion. So that's why it's hard to remember names and uh, link with faces. So. So please tell me you're not telling me I need to lick people as well for the, the taste part. <laughs> I was getting worried for a second there. <laughs> it's a choice you have. <laughs> I choose not to. <laughs> so um, can you elaborate on how memory training makes an individual more adept at problem solving? Like 
what examples can you show there on how this can help with problem solving? Sure. So the memory training I teach is basically like a marketing framework. Like you have the four P's, so you have the six C's, etc. Mm -hmm. So memory strategy is also a set of frameworks. But when you apply the frameworks by re recalling the past experience and the outcomes of previous decisions, we can actually make better informed choices. So if you are able to remember not only ours, but others' past experiences, um, the semantic information, etc., and recall it easily when we have a need, then it makes problem solving much easier. So for example, a couple of years ago, I was working with a student of mine and uh, she's 10 years at that stage. And I taught her these strategies. And um, after that, we forgot all about it. I haven't been in touch. Now, recently her mom connected with me again and uh, she actually gave me some feedback. So she, she actually asked her daughter, are you really using the memory techniques anywhere? And her daughter said, oh yeah, I am. So uh, I was actually struggling with, uh, so she's taken French as a language this year. And she was struggling beginning of the year with uh, learning French. And then she realized that she has uh, this framework of memory uh, learning in her toolkit, which she can apply. And she started using it. And she's now acing French. French is wow. now one of her favorite subjects and she loves it. So uh, that's sort of an example of how you can use this toolkit to apply in different situations to uh, uh, do problem solving. One of the techniques, I, I, I have done the same thing. One of my clients wanted to learn Russian. So I learned Russian. I learned to, uh, how to learn Russian in a day. And I taught my uh, uh, participant, my client in two hours. And she was able to pick it up and run easily with it. And she 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 wanted to surprise her husband, who's uh, Ukrainian, by the way. She's a Bangladeshi girl. And so she she uh, um, was able to speak with him in Russian and surprise him So um, in, in a matter of hours. So that's how powerful the techniques are. Oh, wow. that That's just insane. I'm, I'm having horrible flashbacks of my Spanish classes at school. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe you need to go and teach the education department this. We could cut out... <laughs> Half a year worth of Spanish. <laughs> uh, I, I do I do pity the teachers though. Like they have a, a huge workload to manage, and what they go through. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's a difficult life being a teacher. <laughs> and you'd think that a skill like that, that you've got demonstrated student, and now applying it and excelling in a subject, that that would be maybe something that teachers or um, the education system would look at helping, giving these kind of tools. To, to help the students feel more comfortable, less anxious, and actually feeling like they're achieving something as well. I would love to actually to see that happen sometime mm -hmm. in the future, in the near future, in fact. So. Yeah. Um, so with the mind that needs to be regularly exercised, are there any simple everyday activities that we should consider doing that you think would be really helpful? Sure. So... Um, uh, Memory has got three things, right? So you, you have to register information, you have to retain it, and you have to recall it. Now, the six strategies I was teaching was more about registering information, but then recall is something that's absolutely essential. Mm -hmm. So what I tell my clients is that you have to recall, and there are three types of recall. You, have, you can do an instant recall, you can do a random recall, or a daily recall. So when you find some idle time, if you go back into your past and recall an information that you really need, even when you're sitting idle, right? So it's uh, it improves your memory. 
it, it significantly. And I can't stress the importance of daily recall, in, including journaling. So if you're uh, every day in the evening or uh, first thing in the morning, if you're writing a journal about what happened through the day, then that actually makes memory absolutely strong. So my dad, who was uh, sort of, uh, who's now 74 years old, he started writing his journals when he about six or seven years ago, when I was starting on this memory journey. And at that time, he was his memory was not so great. He used to forget mm-hmm. simple things and leave things here or there. But now when I speak to him, he can recall inf- uh, in uh, detailed information to such a degree that I'm super impressed. He can just bring everything to life in his words. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so just write your journals and do daily random or instant recalls. And that should make your memory really good. And even applying that to work, the importance of doing really good minutes, even just something as simple as that, that would that exercise alone then would also help you with your memory recall, not just having a record, but yes. for your recall too. Oh, absolutely. They say that the more the number of senses you use to record information, the more your memory improves. So if you're writing stuff down, so you're using actually your uh, three or four senses together and that makes it much stronger. And one of the things also I suggest to do is make a to-do list in the evening rather than in the morning so that at that time you're actually recalling information of Mm -hmm. the day while you're doing a to-do list for the next day. So that sets you up early in the morning for a head start and makes your day a much more productive day. Mm -hmm. That's a great tip. Thank you for sharing that one. Um, how can memory improvements help businesses and individuals? Are there any other examples that you're able to provide? Um, so one of the main benefits of memory training in a business context is that it can improve productivity. So uh, that's because it frees up time. So you don't have to scroll through mm-hmm. numerous emails. So you can you have information at your fingertips. But one of the key challenges which every individual is facing today is that the rate of change of technology is exponentially outpacing human learning. So we need to be quick and we need to be adaptable so fast, but it is almost outpacing. Even in the IT sector, individuals who are experts at certain uh, uh, certain applications or software, even they are getting made redundant because the technology change is happening so fast. So the human mind needs to cope up and memory training is one way where you can actually be equipped, equipping yourself to learn information faster at a much faster rate. You can do speed reading, you can store information faster and recall it at the time when you need it. And even learning complex things becomes much easier when you have some good memory training. This is one of the most fundamental benefits of memory training in today's day and age that I believe uh, is very applicable in a business context. Mm. And that would be very powerful in in speeding along the process of approvals as well because you're able to recall in meetings and not have to go back and say, oh, I'll get that back for you if it wasn't prepared yes. in that pack, for example. Absolutely. That's right. I love it. So now it comes to the time where we're going to have a demonstration. I am completely at your mercy. <laughs> so <laughs> over to you to now run the show. All right. Okay. So I'm going to quickly give you a a little tip, okay? So I mentioned before that 80% of information that goes into your brain is visual. Mm-hmm. And we're going to just use that simple technique to remember a set of 15 words, okay? 15, yeah. okay. <laughs> and you are going to recall it 
with ease. All right. So now just work with me. Okay. I'm. Uh, let's. Do you have a pen in front of you? I do. I am ready, just in case. No, that's okay. You don't have to write anything down. Now we are going to be imaginative and creative. So just visualize your pen and make it look like it's a funny thing. Maybe it's devil grown hands or legs. Maybe it's sort of uh, speaking to you and running away from you and saying, hey, Susan, leave me. Are you able to visualize something funny about it? I am. Do you want me to tell you what it is? What is it? Yes, please. It's turned into a rubber ducky. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. <laughs> That is funny. It, so your pen has turned into a rubber ducky. And okay. All right. It and it's has. leaving a trail wherever it's walking. Okay. Yeah. And it's going squeak. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Okay. So you've got some good visual uh, imagination. So I'm going to start throwing 15 words to you. And I'll tell you in a, uh, how you got to work with them. Okay. And I'm going to give you the words in pairs. Now, what you have to do is link them both in such a way that it's super strange. It's create a funny image link it and create a story around the pairs of words. So let's work one together. Right. For example, tire and burger. These are the first two words, by the way. Now, tire and burger. What can you see, feel, sense by bringing them together, a tire and a burger? The first thing I honestly thought about was the Michelin man. The, okay. The actual um, guy they have in some of the ads that's yes. made of tires, but I think he's like that because he's eaten so many hamburgers. Okay. And maybe you, you you can imagine you eating the Michelin man as like a burger. Oh, okay. yeah. And can you... He'd be tasty. <laughs> uh, okay. Just feel the taste of rubber in your mouth. And like, no, okay. no, no. He tastes like burger, not rubber. Oh, he tastes like burger. Okay. So Michelin man. All right. So he's tire a burger and burger. Tiger. Tire. Okay. All right. Now I give you the word number two and three, burger and house. Okay. What what visual have you got? Well, I I think go funny, but I went McDonald's. It was the first thing that came to my mind. Okay, maybe make it more funny, and maybe you can link your Michelin Man again here. <laughs> burger house. Maybe he's crash trying to come into your house, and maybe he's too big and he's too big to get in the house, like Alice in Wonderland. He's sticking out of it. <laughs> okay that's good so his hands and everything is sticking out of your house uh, he's stuck in your house okay house and rocket house and rocket well the first thing i thought of which was really funny because i've got young children is the michelin man's inside the house he farts and it rockets up <laughs> you said funny i have two-year-olds <laughs> okay no Here's the trick. Let's forget the Michelin man. We're just working with the house and a rocket. I know, but it's all like like the tile, the burger, the house. Maybe your house is farting and it's flying away. Okay. <laughs> I've got the connection happening here. So Okay, you've got a connection that's fine. Let's roll with it. Okay. Now rocket and tongue. The next ones. Tongue? Yes, the tongue. Yeah. It's in tongue. Oh, so rocket tongue. Forget the previous story and just look at yeah, rocket, rocket and, tongue. and tongue. How do I make that funny? Oh, Maybe you have eaten something very spicy and it's, it's like a rocket shooting out of your mouth. It's like that, that, That's definitely because um, unfortunately I can't take chili. So, um, <laughs> yes, that would be very true. I'd be running for water. So I'd be okay. rocketing away going, ah, that's my tongue. <laughs> so I'm fanning my tongue funnily right now. 
Okay, okay. You're so having you're, fun you're... watching my visuals, aren't you? <laughs> Sorry for everyone who cannot watch this video. <laughs> okay. All right. I think you've got a pretty good uh, experience of what's happening between rocket and tongue. Yep. Um, let's just visualize it, crystallize that image in your mouth, in your mind, sorry, not in your mouth. Well, it is my mouth because it's on fire. It's rocketed off to my tongue. Yep. It's rocketed off. Okay. Then tongue and strawberry. Tongue and strawberry. Something funny. That's the problem. I'm too serious. I've just worked out. I'm very serious. I need more fun in my life. I'm I'm picturing myself, my tongue chasing after a strawberry. Your tongue chasing after a strawberry after yep. the after being on fire. Exactly, because okay. it wants a yummy taste because it loves strawberry. Okay. And imagine that there's a giant striped strawberry that maybe has come in front of you and so you're yep. starting to lick it. <laughs> yeah, so. exactly. It's happy, it's no longer on fire. Okay, great. A strawberry cooling you down, your tongue down. Okay. It is. Strawberry and cow. Strawberry and cow. Well, that would be that I really need to quench my thirst when I go yes. back. That it's been hot and spicy, my poor tongue. The strawberry's not cutting it out. So I need the milk. Okay. So, and that comes from the cow. So you're you found a cow and you're directly pumping milk into your mouth. Exactly. <laughs> but you need to link strawberry and cow. How will you link that? Strawberry and cow. I ate cow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to hear that, buddy. <laughs> I'm just like, maybe I have to now run away from the cow because it's trying to eat the strawberry. <laughs> well, maybe you can imagine this big strawberry has actually developed horns and uh, legs. Turned and into the cow and now I'm even more quenched. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And you cannot directly take out strawberry milkshake out of it. No, <laughs> but the cow tastes like strawberry. <laughs> okay. you got a visual, something happening in your brain. That's good. It's pink. Cow and, <laughs> it is big. Pink and big. Cow and astronaut. Oh, astronaut, the cow. Cow. I don't know that one. I don't know how I can connect them to. They're so strange and different. Maybe put, you can visualize a cow wearing an astronaut suit. Yeah, that's what I was saying. The only thing I could think of was he becomes a comical cow yeah. wearing an astronaut suit and he's now floating in space. Good, good. I think that's a good visual. So when you look at the astronaut suit, you see two horns sticking out. It's exactly. Great. It's like face is really smooshed in the glass. Yes. Okay. okay it's a nice. Jersey cow, by the way. Yep. <laughs> Very particular. <laughs> a New Zealand jersey cow. Okay. Um, astronaut and Shrek. Astronaut and Shrek. Well, Shrek eats anything. Um, the like astronaut falls into Shrek's movie. So he falls onto Shrek. Okay. Okay. And the, uh, onto the theater where Shrek's movie is going on, it sort of collapses. Yeah, he lands on top of him. So he's on top of Shrek. On top of Shrek. Oh, yep. nice. That's a very, the first time anybody's given that visual. Nice. <laughs> okay, Shrek and hoodie. And what? A hoodie. A hoodie. Oh, well, Shrek puts on the hoodie. Okay. And covers his face because okay. now he's ashamed he's had an astronaut land on top of him. 
and the hoodie does it fit him or is it too big or small oh no it fits it's a giant giant a hoodie, hoodie. Okay. And it covers like half of his face. Okay. A shame Shrek wearing the hoodie. Now, exactly. hoodie and T. And T? Yes. Oh, hoodie. So he's, he wants a cup of tea, but he can't have it. But the hoodie to turn it into Just a look cup at the tea. hoodie. Yeah. Hoodie. Can I dunk the hoodie in the tea? Yeah. That's a good one. I think Maybe that's it's what shaped I would like do. a tea bag. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking I might put a sleeve because it's giant. The sleeve okay. goes into the T, so it turns into T. Okay, good. All right. T and mobile. T and mobile. As in mobile phone? Yes, yes. Um, oh, well, T pours out and morphs into a mobile. Ah, interesting. Okay. So I so pour the it out and they're just miraculously, just like... The Terminator, the liquid Terminator, it then you <laughs> wow, pour it out and it turns, into, it turns okay. into a phone. Okay. Wow. Or a mobile. Right. A mobile. All right. Mobile and danger. Mobile and danger. Well, electrocutes people, so it's dangerous because <laughs> it's so, made out of tea. <laughs> so danger, danger has got, what, what do you see when you see danger? What symbol comes to your mind? The yellow triangle, uh, or a flame, a red flame. Ah, oh, red flame. Okay, so that's, that's a danger sign. Yeah, and I'm seeing so, like the electrical bolt as well. Okay, so maybe associate one of these symbols to mobile. Ooh. I think the mobile is going to turn into a danger flame, or a danger right. bomb, or something like that. It will turn into danger. Okay, maybe it's sort of uh, bursting up in flames. Yeah. So. Okay. Now, danger and TV. Danger and TV. Well, it goes poof, and then the TV's there. Yeah. Mobile goes poof, burst into flames. Yeah, it becomes dangerous, and then a TV comes through the, the cloud. Okay. All right. We'll go with that. And the last word, TV and angry. Now, angry is a funny one. It's an emotion. So you might want to link it to something that you, we don't want to, you to see an angry person, but maybe mm. uh, things like Angry Birds or um, mm. you, you've seen the Angry Birds uh, I have game. with the eyebrows. Yeah. Okay. Well, the so TV, TV, it could have the TV show Angry Birds on there. Oh, um, okay. Okay. Or maybe there's an Angry Bird coming in. That smashes it. The yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay. That's a good that, visual. That's my cockatiel did that and it left a whole print on it. It was quite amusing. Um, yes. Angry. Good. All right. Angry. Okay. Now let's start recalling. Okay. And just trust the system. Um, I'll get you started with the first one, the tire. Just the tire. Uh, yes. And then we made it into the Michelin Man hamburger. Burger. That's correct. Yes. The, bur the burger then couldn't fit in the house. House. Well done. So it, the house had a problem because it was full of Michelin Man burger and then it had to break wind, so it farted, so it rocketed off. Rocket, yes, well done. <laughs> so the rocket. Rocket, rocket, rocket. The rocket turned into. Why was the rocket funny? The rocket fires and fiery. Tongue? Yes. So then I had the hot, because it was hot and it was hot tongue. 
So yes. then I had to chase and roll and my tongue rolled after the strawberry. Yes. So I tried to have the strawberry, but it decided it wanted to attack a cow to get the milk. So it was turned into a cow. Good. <laughs> you probably don't want the story behind all this. <laughs> no, that's great. This is exactly what memory training is. It's about having fun. <laughs> so the cow then turned into an astronaut because I squished it in there. Yes. It was floating around, decided to fall down on top of Shrek. Yes. Shrek was so embarrassed he put on a hoodie. Yeah. The hoodie looked like it really needed to get some flavor, so it dunked it into tea. Yeah. The tea then decided it would roll off and pour out and morph into a mobile. Well done. The mobile then, now, the mobile, was that the fire? The mobile turned into danger because I had a fire. Yes. Danger. Yes. And then the danger went poof. Yes. TV appeared. Yes. And then the angry bird came and smashed it up because it was angry. Well done. Well done. How cool was that? (laughs) That was was good fun. I only stumbled, I think, twice. (laughs) Well done. That's impressive. Now, you want to try something else. We're going to do it backwards. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So there's the Angry Bird TV. Or angry. Um, TV. Danger. Yes. Mobile. Yep. T. Mm-hmm. Hoodie Shrek astronaut. Mm-hmm. Shoved in that cow. Mm-hmm. Strawberry tongue rocket. Yes. You're watching my hands move as I'm doing this because I've got my storyboard in my head. <laughs> rocket house. I shoved in the Michelin Man, which was actually a hamburger. It was a burger. And then the very first one was tire. Yay! Well done. <laughs> that was fun. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's simple. This is the Phil Smith work. It's, it's like funny image, link, and story. Yeah. So you just take two words at a time, link them together. You don't have to form a long story because mm-hmm. otherwise if you form a long story, you'll forget even if it, there's a break in the chain, you forget. But now you're forming many chains and you're linking them together. Mm-hmm. So um, that's why it's so simple and easy. And you can do 30, 40 words like this. And uh, yeah, it's very powerful. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing that. I had good fun with that. Hopefully it wasn't too frustrating for everyone else to hear me trying to think there. But um. Yeah, I, well, one, I've learned one, I, I'm a bit too serious. I need to have more of a fun side. And two, I need to watch a lot more kids' shows so I get a lot more inspiration. <laughs> no, you're fantastic. You're fantastic. This is um, cool. That's why I love memory training. Even my website is called braintree.fun. Mm-hmm. So uh, just because I just, uh, people have fun learning yep. uh, memory tra- techniques. So. Oh, fantastic. I'm definitely going to be um, trying that one out on different things. <laughs> Um, I have my final question for you. Okay. Um, what brand, if you could be any brand in the world, including a cow shoved into an astronaut, I don't know what that brand's called though, would you best represent you and why? So one brand that resonates very res- strongly with me is the Isha brand. And Isha is uh, run by Sadhguru um, in South India. And uh, he's world famous and he runs these yoga sessions, etc. But what uh, inspires me about the brand itself is about continuous learning 
teaching and leaving a social impact because mm-hmm. what i do is sort of a social enterprise so i uh, even though i mer- earn money out of this business i also help people who can't pay and i don't charge them anything and also help with my psychotherapy and uh, help them make their lives better so that's what that's resonates very strongly with me so yeah isha it is oh lovely i love that one thank you for sharing that insight into you as well now before we jump off for today is there any other final insight or thought you'd like to share with us on memory? I think one of the key uh, essentials is try and make some space, time in your life, uh, even half an hour or one hour, to do nothing. And in that space, recall what you did during the day or just have fun in your own mind by just doing nothing. It's okay to be bored and not be addicted to the phone. And during that time, you can just be finding peace in your own mind and let your mind run wild and you'll see amazing improvement in a few days. So that's my final tip. And thank you so much for having me here. It has been absolutely fantastic working with you, Susan. Thank you. Thank you so much. You've taught us so much as well, not only about the importance of memory for everyday life, but also for business. There's um, six techniques already that we can use as start of our strategy and we can come to you for help on that. But more importantly, diarizing, bringing a journal or even minutes can help us every day just in doing those tasks to help us recall, which is very important. And one of my big tips I got out of this is do your to-do list the day before so you're nice and fresh the next day because you've already done all your thinking and recalling the night before. So thank you again so much, Binkat. This has been amazing. Thank you for um, not embarrassing me too much in the demonstration. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get those pictures out of my head for a while, which is awesome. That's the purpose. Um, but for everyone else, don't forget to subscribe to Modern Marketing to hear some more fantastic podcasts with guests like today. More to marketing. <laughs>